I wonder if you've ever gone beyond your intended destination and where you ended up. I wonder if you've ever become, if you've ever been overcome with emotion beyond your wildest expectations and how that experience stayed with you. I wonder if allowing yourself to dream beyond the confines of the ordinary is a habit that is familiar to to you. In essence, I wonder what your experience of the beyond is. Glory is anything that points beyond the temporal to the eternal. Glory is anything that points beyond the temporal to the eternal. We remain grounded in existence which is inherently finite, but glory points to that which is infinite and therefore mystical. One of my mom's best friends died a few years ago. She had various forms of cancer over 30 years. Her body had lasted far longer than anyone expected, and it was still agonizing to lose her. A few months after she died, my mom received a birthday gift in the mail from her friend, just to clarify, her friend who was dead. We joked about my mom receiving a gift certificate to their favorite spa from beyond the confines of this world, mostly because it was too painful to think about what that birthday would have been like if her friend had still been here to go with her. This is who she was, though. In life, she planned every last detail, and so it was in death. She planned her funeral and the reception, not wanting to burden her husband and children with any of it. She also mapped out milestones for her loved ones and prepaid for gifts and cards to be delivered on those important days. Truthfully, it was a bit much to grapple with for those who received those gifts. Not because they weren't gratefully received or thoughtfully sent, but because we aren't used to dealing in the realm beyond this world. It was intense to think about what it might mean to be connected to something or someone beyond the earthly form of her body. Most of us don't think much beyond the worries of our day or week, much less to the realm of the eternal on a a weekly basis. But that's exactly where scripture invites us this week, beyond this life and into glory. I love this text of the transfiguration from Luke's gospel for many reasons, but the non-scholarly, wholly uninspired, honest reason is that I completely and totally relate to Peter's confusion. He has just caught a glimpse of the two of two of the pillars of the faith, Moses and Elijah, talking with a man that he believes to be the Messiah. It's a moment of profound inspiration and meaning. His reaction is to figure out how to stay planted exactly in that moment for as long as possible. Peter offered to do whatever it might take to make the moment last. He wanted to remain in that place beyond the ordinary. This is the most honest point of entry into this story for me. That sense of longing to dwell enough, dwell long enough to hope that I can take some of that glory with me. Or better yet, just find a way to take up residence in the midst of the experience that has taken me beyond. 
the ordinary. Peter does not get to stay in the cloud with Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. But from this experience comes great clarity. The past, Moses and Elijah, is connected to the present, Peter, which is connected to the future, Jesus. God's naming of Jesus as his son transforms Peter's understanding of not just who Jesus is, but who God is. This moment reaches beyond the temporal into the eternal, extending far beyond that which Peter could have imagined possible. So I wonder how this moment was a turning point for Peter. I wonder if being with Jesus beyond the grasp of other disciples gave him illusions about his power, which ultimately led him to betray Jesus. And, and I wonder if being with Jesus gave him enough strength to repent and become the cornerstone of the church. This moment of going beyond the ordinary with Jesus was unquestionably transformative for Peter. I have not recently had any transfigurations, such as that which is described in scripture or in the form of a gift from a deceased friend. But I wonder if all this talk of beyond and glory is more relatable in the context of our prayer life. The Reverend Sam Wells suggests that there are three different types of prayer that Christians pray. First, there is the prayer of incarnation, a petition that invokes God's presence. God, please be with me as I take this exam and help me to remember things that I'm not sure I can remember on my own. Or, God, please help me to listen and understand my spouse in a way that is far more generous than that which I feel. God, please be with my son as he keeps vigil with his father who is dying. The second type of prayer are prayers of resurrection. God, please remove Russian troops from Ukraine. Please bring about peace in all places where there is conflict and fear. God, please invoke your blessing upon my sister's recovery and bring back the person I grew up with and loved as my best friend. These are prayers that often acknowledge the pain of death that will surely come before the hope of resurrection. Finally, there are prayers of transfiguration. These are the prayers that beg for a moment of revelation, a blessing of clarity, or a glimpse of what else is possible. These are the prayers that name the ways in which we have been broken to our core and against all of our wildest expectations, made able to catch a glimpse of God and understand ourselves in an entirely new way. God, I don't know why you have called me here. These are not my people. I miss my people, and this job is not what I thought it would be. Somehow, in the midst of my grief and loss, people are listening. I don't know why or what it's about. Help me to trust that you are in the midst of it all so that I might come more fully alive. Or, God, I have been so painfully lonely. For the past two years, I can hardly bring myself to forgive the people I thought cared for me. In the midst of the deafening silence, I have learned to hear your voice. What does it mean to feel closer to you and further away from everyone else in my life? 
prayers of transfiguration show how we move more, how we become more fully ourselves and God is revealed in unexpected ways. Truthfully, all of our prayers and any of our prayers are a grasping for that which is beyond the here and now. This morning, Peter's story of the transfiguration is an invitation to reflect on the moments when we have caught a glimpse of the beyond. The thing is, glory doesn't have to be a cloud descending to transform our lives. Glory shows up in our lives in the forms of showing compassion to a spouse, forgiving a family member, holding out hope in the midst of recovery, praying fervently for peace for a people that we've never met in a place that we've never visited, or opening ourselves to the pain of growth and transformation. For in each of these things is the essence of God's glory, mystical, infinite, and full of grace. Amen.